What does innovation sound like? It sounds like the luxury of being in the moment with your customer, client, or patient. It sounds like having the right information right when you need it. It sounds like being at your best for your customers and your business. Thanks to Highland's intelligent content solutions that improve digital processes, innovators everywhere are able to do their thing better, whatever that thing is. Now, who doesn't like the sound of that? Highland, for innovators everywhere, visit highland.com. ML Rooshock. I'm here today with Rocky, the CEO, founder of Hair Maiden, Maiden India. Welcome. Thank you so much for having me today. Now, we do a lot of authors, but this is really cool. Uh, switch it up a little bit because you're an entrepreneur, but in about hair instructions that obviously you don't need. <laughs> <laughs> so I've actually had a hair surgery myself, so. Oh, okay. <laughs> You're a little bit too young to be doing that, but it's okay. I get my it. Dad, my dad said the same thing. I just, I, it was a bald spot on top of my head, and I'm 6'2", so no one else can see it. But you know that one of those things where you can see it, and you're mm-hmm. like, no, no, I need to get fixed with one of those things. I went ahead and had it done in India. I get it, 100%. Um, but you have all these products, but what led you to get into this? Definitely. So um, the story behind Hair Made India is, is quite a quite a journey, um, one that I was almost ashamed to admit to uh, in the past uh, for fear of my parents as well, you know, uh, clients and then possibly losing clients because they, they, they knew about my past. Um, Hair Made India, the business plan was actually created uh, in a journey in a phase of my life when I was in a lot of trouble uh, with drugs, with violence, with, uh, you know, all kinds of partying, women, etc. And I was actually in an Alabama state penitentiary. Um, on a snuck-in cell phone, laying on the ground under a bunk bed, hiding from the correctional officers and calling my bunkmate's sister and her friends, asking about hair extensions and the industry and the pricing and etc. Um, it's one of a number of business plans I've created while I was in prison and sitting there. Um, and about three years later, after I was out, um, I found myself in India, looking to change my life and looking to do something different than I had done for the past 20 uh, years. Um, and this one-page business plan floated across my lap. Um, from there, you know, I started researching, and I made uh, one Facebook post. And all my friends from high school said, oh, gosh, Rocky, you're here. Like, you know, we'd love to work with you. Um, and that was it. I haven't looked back, slowed down, or stopped since then. And that was about seven, eight years ago now. That is a journey. But you know what? I love the entrepreneurs that go, they hit a brick wall. They have nowhere to go but up. And they create something that's spectacular like this. Definitely, definitely. I, I mean, that's what being an entrepreneur is. It's hitting rock bottom, creating the business plan, and taking off. Definitely, definitely. I think a lot of people think that, you know, entrepreneurship is, is something that either you're, you know, born with automatically or something you just kind of press a button with. And it's, um, it's not something that you can't develop if you don't already have it within you. But I think a lot of entrepreneurs I've met I've always had some sense of like entrepreneurship or quote unquote like hustler mentality 
um, since, you know, childhood age. I was that kid that was, you know, selling lemonade, trading baseball cards and cutting grass, you know, as young as I could, always looking for the next way to kind of improve the, the financial you know, holdings that I had. Exactly. It's all about the next um, job for us. It's not just um, doing one or two things. It's all about creating something more. We're always doing it. It can be doing the baseball cards. It could be playing video games online to get money. It could be creating a 300-page business plan for sure fact that I'm bored. <laughs> so exactly. this, is, this is what entrepreneurs do every day. We get up from 7 a.m., 5 a.m., whatever it is, and we figure out how to make a product work for us. Definitely, definitely. Now, with Hair what other products are you adding to hair extensions? So, Hair Maiden India started, you know, just my, my first thing when I kind of went from the old life, illicit world into, you know, wanting to do something legitimized and proper that we, you know, secure a future for me and my one day family. Um, from there, it's just expanded and grown tremendously. Just to speak on the company itself, you know, we actually went from not sure about retail wholesale to kind of really fit in this mode of, of being the company of the hair extensions actually help other businesses grow and mm -hmm. flourish and develop their own companies. Everything from, you know, the at-home stylists, so, you know, full-blown salons in Beverly Hills, they do hundreds of clients a day. Um, from there, we've added different products within the company, but I've also uh, branched out now quite a bit myself. Uh, in the beginning, I started a, another company called Manali Tea, uh, where we infuse CBD uh, into tea bags. Um, I haven't really put as much energy as I'd like to behind it. However, the brand is out there it's recognized when we have a beautiful product. Um, the issue ran into there was a lot of advertising. CBD advertising is um, still kind of tough. You have to really word things very, very properly in order to you know, kind of advertise on Google AdWords and Facebook and things like that. Mm -hmm. um, however, I've also started a vacation rental company. Um, I bought my first condo in Florida. Um, and now I'm renting that out and I love doing it. Um, just talking to the clients because that, that was my childhood favorite area. So when guests come there and they're excited to come, I know what restaurants to send them to, where the nightlife is, where the museums are, where the beautiful hidden beaches are. And I love kind of directing them where to go and showing them how to have a good time down there. Um, and then the works where I've been doing a lot of uh, my little time, you know, free time here and there lately, um, is getting more and more into investments, such as, um, you know, with copy-based cryptocurrency, um, as well as some stocks as well. Nothing like day trading, more kind of like medium to long-term holdings, mm -hmm. um, and then the cryptocurrency. So there's a couple other things I'm working on, and talking on podcasts is kind of leading into my next thing, which is um, I am currently writing two books, one about my story and one uh, with a compilation of all my journals from childhood boot camps to schools and prisons. Um, and I'm releasing those hopefully uh, shortly. And I kind of want that to transition into the field of being able to travel and speak to you know children, adults in schools and prisons and rehab centers all across the country and especially across the world. Um, that's something that really uh, speaks directly to my heart and my passion. Um, you know, even with the hair company and everything I do, I, I like, I feel a sense of fulfillment when I'm able to help someone put a smile on their face. And when I have that one random message at eight o'clock in the morning that says, you know, hey, Rocky, I've been following you for a long time. You're like a mentor to me. I appreciate you. Please keep going. Um, so finally going from like straight entrepreneurship, looking for turnover, turnover to something that is actually going to be aligned with my heart as well. Um, that I can really feel like I give back 100% to. So there's really what more in the work. What are you doing? <laughs> I keep tennis on the side as well. I haven't done as much as I want to, but there's a park behind my house. And I'm what's known as like the revolving coach. So whenever they have someone missing, 
they can kind of call me throughout the week and tennis is my like favorite game since childhood. So I would try to do it all if I could. <laughs> I have enough time. I mean, I thought I did a lot, okay? Between running the radio show, running the podcast, running uh, the pu- book, book publishing company. So yeah, I'm a publisher. Doing modeling, <laughs> doing acting. I thought I was doing a lot, but you're killing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I, I can imagine how tough it is to run like a podcast just by itself and then especially book publishing on top of that and everything else, that must be a handful as well, so. It is. And then being an author on top of that. So it's, yeah, I get the whole entrepreneurship. I get the whole being an author. I get everything you're doing because entrepreneurship and authorship go hand in hand. If you're an author, you can be an entrepreneur because if you're an author, you're doing everything an entrepreneur does, but for a book. If you think about Definitely. it that way. Definitely. It, it's your business. Your book is your business. And I just put out Tree and Press magazine for authors and entrepreneurs that bridges this gap. Um, but yeah, if you're an entrepreneur, you can be an author. And if you're an author, you can be an entrepreneur. It just goes hand in hand. So I get the mentality. I won't ask you what your five-year plan looks like because you're all over the place, but it's wonderful. <laughs> I mean, you're killing it. I mean, I see your social media. It's wonderful. So with getting into being an author, if you go to authors in the classroom, that'll give you the, all the classrooms after COVID gets back to normalized, being able to give your story to children around the world, book groups, prisons, it gives you everything. So you just put out an advertisement, hey, I'm an author, I talk about this, this is what my book's about, and the teachers or whoever's doing the program will contact you, and it's perfectly free for them, perfectly free for you, and it's great getting your story out. Definitely, definitely, that's that's what I want to do, I just want to kind of just spread that message as many people as I can, and um, hopefully inspire and motivate them, especially people that are kind of having struggles and are stuck in tough times. And, you know, as we know right now, much, much of the world is like, is facing a lot of hardship, a lot of tough times and, and not knowing where to go. And uh, hopefully my story can inspire them or, or spark a light in their mind to, to make them do something else that they want to do. Well, you're the pinnacle of, hey, I was in prison and I was able to create this business while searching for myself, basically. You've done it. If you can do it, we can teach people how to do it. Being poor, being in the mindset of, I can't do anything is gonna keep you in the mindset of, I can't do anything. When you change your mindset to, I can do something, I want to do something, then you'll figure out how to do it. Exactly, and that's so powerful. It's really all about your mindset. I mean, I remember 10 years ago, I used to have this mindset of like, um, against authority and just everyone's out to get me all the time and I would always have that happen. I would run into police, I would get pulled over and it would be an argument. I would be walking down the street and you bump into somebody it would be an argument. You know, even when I started my business in the very beginning, it would be like arguments with clients. And I like learned to change my mindset over time by really tuning into positive people on, on, on YouTube really, like Tony Robbins, Ralph Smart, Robin Sharma, um, Joe Spencer, all these different guys out there that are putting amazing positive free content out there. Um, especially Dr. Wayne Dyer. 
he talks a lot about, you know, mindset shifts. Um, and slowly over time, after listening, after changing my life from listening to just music and watching TV to kind of putting this information in my ears 24-7 almost, um, it started to slowly affect the change that I didn't even realize at first. And now that I've become aware of it, I realize how much of it literally how much I create around me, whether it's good or bad, based on the way I'm thinking inside my brain. And, and now that it's a conscious thing, I realize that however things are showing up in my life, uh, whether it's something I want or don't want, that the way I was thinking about it, the way I was perceiving them, and the, the constant thoughts I was telling myself have a big part and a big role to play in it, if not the entire part. Exactly. And it's all about the mindset. A great coach to listen to that gives a lot of free advice on social media on YouTube is Antonio T. Smith. He's been there. He's been broke, poor, living in a trash can, and he's now a multimillionaire. He does all these things to get you up from ground zero up here. I mean, I wouldn't be here on camera if it wasn't for him. Beautiful. I love that. I love that. I hope I can have the same impact one day because these guys, like literally, you're talking about like Antonio, like, I feel like without even knowing them, they've been my teachers, my mentors, and have, in essence, saved my life in many ways, um, literally. So that's, They have. That's really I mean, there's so many of us out there that we don't contact the motivational speaker and say, thank you for teaching me. It's more, we take all this information and we grow, and then we have an epiphany, and then we get here. <laughs> Yeah, I've, um, I, I'm one of those ones, like, I've emailed, like, Ralph Smart and, and a couple of guys on Instagram and, and, and email directly, but they get probably hundreds of thousands of messages a day. So as long as I can, you know, just kind of say, like, on Trent Shelton's video, a lot of it a couple, like, a couple of days ago, I was just like, brother, thank you for doing everything you're doing. Um, I love tuning into you, and I hope to run into you one day and make some magic happen together. Um, so even if, like, you, you didn't see it or hear it, you know, like, I, I, I'm one of those, like, I have to kind of express my feelings and my gratitude out there. <laughs> I do the same thing. I'll go to uh, <laughs> Brad Blazer. I'll go to uh, Shark, the Shark, Damon John. I'll go to yep. Antonio. But Antonio is a close friend of mine now. So, I mean, I'll go to them and say, thank you. <laughs> you teach me so much. And I was just on the cover. Well, it's coming out actually in May for um, LV Magazine and a couple other right, magazines. Right. Thank you. And I had to send them the cover and I haven't even released this on social media yet. So you're actually the first one not in my inner circle to know this, but I had to send them the cover of the magazine because it's, it wasn't real until I sent it to my mentors. Beautiful. We have to say thank you to those who help raise us up, regardless if it's just Hey, I'm stalking you on Instagram or stalking you on uh, YouTube or whatever because you're teaching me and you don't even know me. We have to say thank you. Definitely. Definitely agree. So, I, I mean, I don't know if anyone at home sees a Vogue shirt today. I'm sporting this because I'll be in an article for one of their magazines as well. But that's beside the point. <laughs> you know? I noticed it in the beginning. I was okay. Like I, I figured I would hear a little bit something. I think I saw some post or something about really like fashion week or something like that. Mm -hmm. I think I saw one. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. 
So, I mean, I'm doing a lot of things, but I wouldn't be here without the motivation and the mindset. Mindset is everything. If you don't have the mindset to grow, you won't grow. If you're stuck in the mindset of negativity, you're going to attract negativity to everything you do. Exactly. And it's not even just about like speaking about it. Like I see a lot of people, especially on social media, kind of just speaking these things up. It's really like, well, once you really know in your heart and you can feel it in your heart, the, the words you say and the actions you take and what you do on a daily basis kind of just looks like that automatically. Um, I know for me, like, there's a lot of times I had to like kind of start saying it out loud and, to, and listening to it in my ears over and over again until it really, really got down in my heart and sunk in. And even to this day, like 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 they say, journey uh, healing is like a, isn't a linear journey. It's, it's up and down. There's mm-hmm. there's peaks and valleys and spirals and curves. Um, so you know, I'm, I'm trying to be gentle myself on that. But like I said before, now that I have the awareness and I know all this information, um, it's up to me to consciously you know remind myself when I do start getting a little negative. It's like, hey, well, um, no, you know better than this. You know, you can, you can shift your mindset, you can shift your perception. You can see this differently. There's another way to look at it. Um, any kind of quote unquote curse you may have. In my life, I've seen come to be a blessing. Even the lowest points in my life when I was, you know, kidnapped in Central Boot Camp, or I was sitting on basically my deathbed, you know, on fentanyl medicine for a year, or I was in prison. Um, all of that really, really came together now where I am today, present day sitting here. And as part of my story and my journey, it's something I'm able to share with people and help with them as well. And the lessons I learned during all that, on top of this, um, are just almost infinite. See, that's exactly what it is. It doesn't matter if your negative whatever is a health thing. It doesn't matter if it's a financial thing. It doesn't matter if it's a self-made thing that, you know, whatever choice we make, we can rise above it. We have the mentality. We are human beings. We can grow. We do this every day. It just, you have to change the mindset. You cannot sit in home on your couch eating popcorn or potato chips or whatever and say, I hate my life and not do anything to change it. You have to get up and change something. I agree 100%. That was kind of like the second step for me after after getting it in my mind and believing that there's something more out there. I kind of took a week of faith and you know left the country and left everybody I knew behind for a good, you know, a good seven, eight months. Um, and that was kind of my... For me, that was getting off the couch. That was getting out of my comfort zone, getting away from what I knew and what I had created with my identity and just shifting that totally and taking that leap of faith and going off all for it and trying it. It is. Sometimes it's getting away from your family, getting away from all your childhood friends, getting away from everyone that pulls you down because what happens? You're a crab in a bucket. You're going to do whatever the people around you are wanting you to do. You try to climb out and they're going to pull you down. Why? Because they don't have the same mindset. Exactly, exactly. And a lot of times, even from our family, you know, people, people that love us and want to keep us, you know, safe, um, whether it's a good intention or not, that kind of safety kind of net sometimes, you know, ends up strangling us. I know for my, my parents in, in this business in, in particular, like they, they were in the beginning very against it, like, rough, you know, go back to school, we want you to be a doctor or, you know, do something else, do something like this and this. And, you know, there comes a point where you're like, you know what, like, I have to see if I'm going to fail or not. And if I do fail, I'm going to learn and shift from it. I think, as we were talking about earlier, for entrepreneurs, that's one of the keys is, you know, we can't, we have to be flexible. We have to be adaptable. And we have to take chances, you know, at certain times and see what works. And 
people think of it as a failure or a negative thing, but um, I think Michael Jordan said it best. He said, you know, I've taken X amount of shots, I've missed X amount of free throws, I've missed X amount of layups, which are huge numbers. And after all that, I keep, keep going, and that is why I succeed. Because he learns from every one of those mistakes, every one of those missed shots, every one of those, you know, missed rebounds, and then takes that learning material inside of him and changes and shifts it into something beautiful and better. Exactly. A failure is only a failure if you look at it as that. If you look at it as a learning experience, you never have a failure. Uh, Benjamin Franklin, who invented the light bulb, or supposedly, because I wasn't around that many <laughs> years ago, <laughs> you know, said it best. I didn't fail at making the light bulb 99 times. I learned how to not do it 99 times. I only had to get it right once. Well, that's what an entrepreneur does every day. We don't look at our failure today as a failure. I have had a couple of business fail. Well, why? Because I needed to learn more to run the business. It happens. Every entrepreneur does this. I've had a great mentor that I worked with when I was 20 years ago that had a business close and then open a very successful restaurant later on. He needed to learn the clients. He needed to learn the how to be a restaurateur. It wasn't just, I'm going to open a business as we all think, it is you have to learn things and it takes time. It's not gonna happen overnight. Your business is not going to run into a million dollar business overnight. It takes years. It takes growth. It takes a lot of mindset telling yourself, this is not failing. This is me learning. Exactly. I agree 100%. I think <clears throat> these days, like looking at social media, looking at TV, um, a lot of people like are starting to like to believe that, you know, these things do kind of happen overnight and quick. And, and what I love to see, like when I've got entrepreneurs out there that actually kind of give you the transparent step-by-step -step story like, hey, you know, 10 years ago, I was homeless and sitting here and I started to take, you know, X, Y, Z and step and I, you know, met one person and decided to start a podcast with them or start this and that with them and kind of slowly get to, I think that that kind of information is so valuable, um, especially the generations, you know, before, like younger than us right now, like, mm -hmm. um, they, they really need to kind of see that, you know, in their, in their face and say, wow, okay, like, I can do this 100% for sure. There might be a long journey attached to it. It might not take be as fast as I want, but the most, the best part to me is all the fun, all the magic, all the beauty is in that journey. All the learning and everything is all right there. So like the end outcome, like doesn't, it shouldn't really matter as much. Uh, for my tea company, I was talking about. I don't think we turned a profit in any of the four years we've operated. So I don't look at it as a failure at all. We have a beautiful product. See the people that do buy it, they absolutely love it. Um, so like I said, it's all you look at it. I mean, you're opening new businesses. You have a team, and we're gonna get all these links in the comment section as soon as, you know, for all of our viewers, you can find it in the YouTube comment section and for all of our listeners on all the radio outlets, also in the comment section if you go on the digital. So you can find all of this, but tea is a different thing, it's CBD. We'll, we just started seeing an explosion of CBD here within the last two years. So you're before the curve if you did four years ago. 
it was about, you know, it's crazy. It was five years ago when I was just getting to LA and um, I didn't. So the, the licensing and everything for CBD at that time was so low. It was like, I think, I think I to, to get what I wanted to get going, it would have only been like around $40,000, um, which I didn't even have $4,000 at that point. Um, I reached out to everybody in my family. I'm like, God, please, I'm telling you, CBD is going to be huge. I'm in California. I'm in, I'm in the grassroots area of this. I'm seeing it starting. I know it's going to happen. You know, kind of back me up. But they had just seen me come from that lifestyle of, you know, marijuana and drugs and this mess. They're like, no, 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 Rocky. Like, don't do it. Don't do it. Three years later, I'm getting messages from uh, like, hey, so um, <laughs> about the CBD thing. And I was like, God, that, 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 that train has left already. Um, you know, the, the licensing alone now for some of the stuff that I wanted to do is close to a million dollars. Yeah. Um, so, you know, and I, I'm happy that we kind of established a whole industry. And we did like tea festivals. Um, you know, I went to a lot of the, the high end, like conscious dispensaries on the west side here that, that you know, specialize in CBD. Um, one or two of them actually held my product for a while. So, you know, I was, I was really happy to be out there and still have a, you know, a beautiful product, you know, available um, on my website as well. I don't really do, like I said, many sales at all on it. Um, but the people that do like it, they love it absolutely and they're 100% behind it. So, well, one is marketing, yeah. which is hard. Let's say, keep anything you market that's hard especially when it's something new and then you have all the regulations with cbd itself so it's hard to get into the marketing with that so getting people to know about it it's just like pulling teeth because it's all word of mouth then you go into okay you have the word of mouth but each person only knows x amount of people that's willing to try it because there's this stigma of you know all the negative. Well, we're trying to work past the negative to get to the positive with the mindset for the CBD. It's happening because I have a grandmother that uses CBD oil for arthritis. So <laughs> it is happening with the older generation that they're seeing the positive. <laughs> it is, it definitely is. I, I see it transitioning more and more. And you know, like we, I recognize this in the very beginning of us starting it. I recognize the fact, because directly from my family, the stigma around it so that's the reason we created a product with tea in it um, because you know people especially older people they don't want to smoke anything or take another pill they don't want to give younger kids some kind of like high sugary gummy or especially any kind of smoking or, or oil stuff that they don't know about mm -hmm. but tea is kind of like a widely accepted you know um natural herbal type of medicine and you know, we use natural herbs from india directly um so that's kind of like the idea that came behind us you know what let's be the people that allow people to transition from whatever kind of, you know, Western medication they're using into something more holistic and natural. Um, and let's give them a, a nice way to do it that, that involves like a nice cup of tea. And that was kind of the way, I think our, our, yeah, our motto for uh, Manali Tea is that we wish to weigh, change the way the world deals with their pain one cup of tea at a time. And you know, find out. It is a great model. So it is wonderful. And I thank you so much for being on the show today. But before I let you go, where can our listeners and our viewers find you? Definitely. So um, as we've been talking about, I'm all over the place. Um, I like to say I'm one of the easiest men to find in the world. You can Google Rocky Saint Candola and you'll find all kind of stuff on me. But beyond that, I've created my own website, uh, which is RockyCandola.com, R-O-C-K-Y-K-A-N-D-O-L-A.com. From there, you can get links to my tea company, to my hair company, to the vacation rental company, 
um, to the acting stuff I've done in the past and the book, as well as new things I'm doing in the future. That's just rockycandola.com. So yeah, we need to have that website. And if you on the webcam and you see this on YouTube, if you look above our heads, you will get that website for Rocky. <laughs> yeah, I know we want to look up, right? <laughs> but <laughs> that's the website that gives you all the information where to find him, how to connect, because we entrepreneurs love connecting with people. But and serial entrepreneurs like having one website that directs us to everything. Exactly. Exactly. Again, <laughs> again, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me today. I very much enjoyed it. Thank you. And for all of, our, of course. And all of our viewers and our listeners, happy reading. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com.